Justin here with the Atlanta Brick Company, and I am honored to be joined with the fathers, the proprietors, the owners of the Atlanta Brick Company. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, first off, is it Atlanta Brick Company or Atlanta Brick Co? It's Atlanta Brick Co. Okay. Yeah. But Co stands for company, right? Yeah. It does, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I should start saying Atlanta Brick Co. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I will I, correct there, that. There was a good reason for that. We, oh. we came up with a name probably seven or eight years ago, and um, there was a very good reason we called it Co and not company. What is that? I cannot remember. <laughs> but it was a good reason. It was a very good reason. Is it, yeah. it, it sounds yeah. too much like Atlanta Bread Company. Is that why? Uh, I don't Maybe. Know, we did. have had people calling for Atlanta Bread Company. We okay. had people yeah. calling for bricks and mortar, too. Okay. Almost on a daily basis. Yeah. So when you start talking about studs and clutch power, they get really confused. <laughs> we, we've had almost five-minute conversations with customers calling in before where we just we think they're talking about lego bricks they think we're talking about brick <laughs> brick and mortar bricks yeah. and finally it dawns on us that oh we're talking about two different mm. two totally different things here yeah last guy I go how'd you hear about us anyway oh i found you on the internet okay go look at our name on the internet you got it in front of you right yeah scroll down <laughs> start reading and he starts laughing oh okay yeah. that's we're, yeah. That's why you're confused. Pound of bricks, that's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great price for a pound of bricks. All right, so this is our first uh, podcast or video podcast, so I just wanted to do a welcome, ask you guys a few basic questions. A lot of these questions you guys have answered a thousand times before, but since this is our first vlog cast, uh, I wanted to go ahead and go over a few of those with you. Now, first of all, how did you guys meet? I met him first in New York mm -hmm. at the uh, New York Comic Con. Gosh, I forget the year. What was it? Twenty uh, eleven, maybe. And maybe I was looking at his booth. He had a couple, t a few tables there, four tables maybe. And I was looking at the figures, and I'm going, "Hmm, that's what I'd price mine at. Yeah, that's what I'd sell that one at. Yep, that's what I'd sell that one at." And then I look further. I'm like, <gasps> "Look at these Daleks. They're awesome." He made his own stuff, and they were beautiful. And I spoke to Elizabeth, from his wife. Doctor Who, Doctor Who Daleks. Daleks mm -hmm. from Doctor Who. Yeah. And they I spoke exterminate. to his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, these are great. You guys make these? She goes, yeah. I said, oh, man, this stuff is incredible. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. That was it. I didn't put two and two together. The name was Atlanta Brick Company. Co. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm in New York, so I didn't even think that maybe they lived in Atlanta. Didn't even put two and two together. And then a few weeks later, I'm having a yard sale, and I'm getting rid of some G.I. Joe stuff that I had. And he asked me if I have any Lego. And I said... He showed up to your yard sale. My yard sale. Oh, well, hey, I remember had, you. He had some Lego out at his yard sale for sale. It was the uh, Nintendo DS game oh, cases. Yeah, those game cases. And it was a collaboration between Nintendo and mm -hmm. Lego, uh, which actually didn't happen until really happened until Super Mario just came out. Mm -hmm. but, um, so you got you had a DS game case, and there was little studs on top, and they were not very popular. You also had a stylus, and I think they gave you a minifigure, and the minifigure was the best part. So Ed had pulled the minifigures out. You had Anakin Skywalker, and you had Jack Sparrow, and he pulled the minifigures out. And he just threw all the DS game cases that nobody wanted in a box. 
and he had a massive bin of about a hundred of them. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. You got any more Lego? Right, that's how it happened. So Did I came into my basement and kind of almost like the wall you see behind us. I had, when you come into our store, you see this huge wall against behind the counters. That was my basement of all these drawers. And we basically hit it off. We just became friends. And uh, with him, uh, he told me what he does, and he sells Lego too. And I said, great, well, maybe we can have, I, I can get more buying power from some of my suppliers. And that's exactly what we did. Mm -hmm. I call him up, I said, hey man, I got like 20 of these Ewok villages. How many do you want? He's like, I'll take them all. I said, no, I'm getting half, you get the other half. And I would buy them, bring them back to the basement. I'd leave the door open for him. I said, just grab whatever you need, make me a list of what you left. And that's how we would do things for, what, two years? Yeah, and it, it worked out really well because Ed was selling the minifigures on eBay, I think. Yeah, take the minifigures out of the sets. And then he was just, he was like, what do you do with all these pieces in these sets? He just had them stacked up off to the side. Well, I was selling on Bricklink, so I knew exactly what to do with the pieces. So I was uh, I was buying the pieces off of Ed and then putting them on Brick, my Bricklink store. And, and then I showed Ed how to open his own Bricklink store and um, start selling those pieces himself, which he did very differently than I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Epic fail. Oh, it didn't work out? <laughs> it wasn't working out. I had to tweak a few things. But that, and that's something that we'll get into later when you ask us more questions because it's, it's very important. But we'll get to that later. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and elaborate did, on did, it right now. I yeah. did want to ask before we go on, did mm -hmm. you recognize him? Did you remember him from no, the con when no, you went to his I yard sale? Okay. Uh, did you no. remember him? Did you yeah. know it was him? There was, okay. was 124,000 <clears throat> yeah. uh, people at New York Comic Con. Yeah. It is, it's, the, it's the biggest uh, comic con there is. It's bigger than San Diego, or at least it was at the time, because it had more people at it. It, it wasn't as um, active as San Diego, but you had more people at it. So, and we were the that year we were the only Lego booth set up. Wow! Lego themselves wasn't even there. It was the year they did uh, Lego did a big promotion with the the I Heart New York Yoda. Yes, yes, right. yes. That's right. Okay. And that was not at New York Comic Con. I think it was the Toy Fair at the Toy Fair. It was at Toy Fair, which so they, was in earlier. They just that one year it was the only year they just skipped New York Comic Con for some hmm. reason. And you were there. You were there to pick and up we the We were slack. there, and, and it was great. And um, and then we we came back the next year, and there was a Lego was back, and Nexo Knights had just come out, and they had this big Nexo Knights uh, display, and they were giving away a free, exclusive Nexo Knights something, <laughs> and it was like, darn, <laughs> it could have been you know Marvel or something, but it yeah. wasn't. And so then um, the next year it was Bionicle was back and they and they were giving away a free bionicle mask and that was a little cooler um but by that year uh the fake lego had hit the market and everybody at new york comic-con was selling the fake lego really and um confusing it with the, our real lego and we just didn't want anything to do with it so that's when we stopped doing okay. horrible quality York, those yeah, figures were absolutely horrible yeah. sometimes you get two right arms in a pack yeah they were just this terrible terrible plastic that breaks yeah i want to do a video of uh fago as yeah. i call yeah. it one day but okay so back to what you were talking about of the um the failure you were gonna go into that why yeah the, yeah uh, bricklink 
it was it's harder than you think basically it, oh yeah you gotta you you because you start out you have to start somewhere so i started out with parting out sets and leaving the, the pieces in the sets and and then i would sell those pieces and i would go and dig through the set pieces to find the ones that i sold and i was like this isn't gonna work you know and this is i was just parting out a few sets at the time mm -hmm. so then i started organizing my entire garage and sorting it by part and i was able to find the parts easier but it is it's so time consuming organizing all those parts so then i started actually paying um people to sort my parts for me mm -hmm. and i explained all this to ed uh -oh. <laughs> and he had his sorted by color mm -hmm. and um that was bad and also bins a bin b bin c and um that's why i first started it out and then yeah. you advised me to do it by element and i had people helping me out and they were so lazy that they didn't they didn't finish the job so i had mm. stuff sitting out to the side that i had to try to sort and it was hard when you're trying to fill orders and you're trying to sort at the same time and i hired people that were just unreliable so mm -hmm. that didn't work out very well either and uh yeah it was kind of a nightmare a the, and bit. the more you part out the more time that it takes i mean there's just so much sorting involved mm -hmm. a lot of sorting and around and that time too ebay sales were um getting um were, were going down because a lot of those chinese uh aftermarket figures were hitting the mm -hmm. eBay and eBay was not doing anything to stop these I mean they'll stop a Prado they'll stop a coach bag but they will not stop a Lego minifig that's fake and at the time I think it. they're they're stopping them now and and they don't they, they don't do anything or they didn't at the time to tell you oh this is not real Lego they wouldn't they tell would actually you. call it yeah. Lego which it, it's okay. made me so mad because I was I was selling Mega Block too they had really cool dragons and things like mm -hmm. that and I would sell Mega Block and I would say in my description hey this will fit your Lego sets too oh I couldn't do that they they just immediately blocked my auctions and said you can't say that the word Lego but these Chinese people are saying the word Lego no response nothing that was interesting so how long were you guys doing that separately before the glorious union you were doing it longer than me a couple years a couple okay. years and i you know i'm not sure if we mentioned this but we so we were at ed's yard sale i had my kids with me and uh he had some pokemon stuff that he was selling as well and my kids were really into pokemon at the time so we were buying the pokemon stuff too we we only lived two miles apart if that if that, yeah, and that—that's the real coincidence. I mean, that is mm -hmm. crazy that we were—we were so close together. But um, Ed didn't mention that he had seen us in New York one that one year. I don't think it dawned on him. Didn't dawn on him until later. Till later on. Until I saw the Daleks. Started seeing the Daleks. Yeah, I told Ed I was like, "Hey, I need this part for my Daleks," and he was like, "Daleks," and, and it all started coming yeah. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we worked together for probably about two years, and he Ed kept saying, "We got to open a." We should open a retail store and i'm like no i don't want anything to do with a retail store you know uh toys r us was struggling at the time kb toys had gone out of business um you know toy stores weren't really succeeding 
At this no. time, was this a side gig for you, or were you was doing this full time? At that time, I was doing it full time, not selling Lego full time. I sold. Uh, I was working from home selling whatever I liked. You know, okay. I sold a lot of golf clubs and other toys, action figures. Um, so you knew the aftermarket of a lot of different. Yes, you understood how the want and the need. Ed was doing the same thing, and it was a it really was a hobby for both of us. It's a side gig, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We just selling, buying and selling things is what Ed and I enjoy doing, Mm -hmm. and that's that's really what got us together. Yeah. Okay. So why Lego? Why not like Playmobil, Transformers? Why did the golf clubs kind of go to the (coughs) side? Why did you guys decide on Lego? I think it's multiple reasons. One of the reasons is it's uh, sellability and the way that we sell it, that the stores don't sell it. Mm-hmm. So we have that niche ability. You're not going to find what we have anywhere else but here. Yeah, so. so you could go to Walmart and you can buy a Transformer toy. But you can't go to Walmart and buy just the minifigure that came in this big Lego set. Mm-hmm. And we're selling just the minifigures. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go to Walmart and buy just this one lego piece but you can go to walmart and you can buy this gi joe guy you can buy this transformer Mm -hmm. so you know lego is so dynamic when you compare it to other toys like transformers so transformers for example they trend they're really cool i love them they i played with them when i was a kid they transform uh you can you can fight with them but beyond that that's it you know whereas with lego i can take this Star Wars set, and when I'm done with Star Wars, I can turn it into a castle. Or now I'm watching James Bond, I can turn it into a James Bond scene. You know? Transformers are two toys in one, Lego is infinite. 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 Yeah. The only thing stopping you is your imagination, or lack mm-hmm. thereof. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in uh, a monetary reason, the resale on Lego is much higher than anything else, really. That's is another that true? reason. Yeah, and you know, so with the Transformer, I have lots and lots of Transformers, and they're all missing a piece. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't get those pieces very easily mm-hmm. to, to replace the Transformers. Or sometimes those pieces are broken, and mm-hmm. it, and it and can't it. be replaced. Yeah. So uh, with Lego, if you are missing a piece, there is a marketplace out there to get that missing piece mm-hmm. and complete a set. And then, and then you have a feeling of completion, and you have something that's worth more money because it is a complete set. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, you have something that can be restored. Mm-hmm. Whereas Transformers or GI Joe guys or anything like that, I, I've re- I restored GI Joe guys. I unscrew the backs and get the O-rings. I think they're size six, and mm-hmm. I, I put them in the. <laughs> I make them tight again, but quite often their parts will break still and turn color, and then you can't. Beyond that, you can't fix them. And a lot of vintage action figures aren't worth that much without the box, whereas Lego commands a higher price, box or no. Box or no box. Correct, yeah. Okay. Lots of reasons. You know, mm-hmm. when, when I first started it, I noticed that, you know, my son wanted Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I used to think those minifigures were the ugliest thing. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, yeah, let's go to Walmart. Let's get to Darth Vader. You know, you go to Walmart, the Lego section, you can't buy the minifigures by themselves some licensing they're doing with Hasbro. You can't just get the figure by itself. You gotta buy the whole hundred something dollar set. But with us, you can just get Darth Vader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to buy the whole hundred something dollar set where your kid's just gonna throw the Lego all over the floor that you're gonna step on in the middle of the night yeah. trying to go to the bathroom. So that's the plus side and that's what we offer. Something that 
Lego just doesn't do, we do it. You were telling me that there have been other startup stores like this, and but they've all failed. They've all kind Not of gone all. by the wayside. There's a few that failed, yeah. In the Atlanta um, market and around the whole country. So, And I think it's very similar to, if you look at bars, the success rate of a bar is like... 12% mm -hmm. and people will open a bar because they like to drink alcohol and that does not make for a successful <laughs> yeah. bar. It is, I hate to use that similarity, but it, it's the same thing with Lego. People will open a Lego store because they like Lego. That doesn't make you a uh, good, good businessman. business uh, owner. Okay. You know? So how do you describe your success? How have you guys lasted and even improved and gotten bigger and better. Chris is, is a genius. <laughs> we, we don't play with Lego. We, we, we don't build with Lego. I, I would love to. I, I really enjoy building with Lego, but ever since we've opened the store, we don't have time to build with Lego. We have to pay other people to build with Lego. So if you really like Lego and like building with Lego, yeah. if you like buying and selling things, then maybe you could open a store. Okay, so buying and selling things first, Lego second, very yeah. or maybe even third. Well, this is the problem yeah. with that. Like, I'm a gearhead. I grew up in the auto body business as a kid. I had a wrench in my hand, and my father would take me to the auto auctions, and I would get started making some money, and I would start buying cars. And there was this Camaro on the block. It was gorgeous. T tops had everything I wanted in it. It was a beautiful car, except it needed a rear end, had a hum in the rear, and it was a knock in the motor. And the bidding was going higher and higher and higher. And I'm bidding on the car. My father said, stop bidding. I'm like, why? It's a great car. Look at it. He's like, stop bidding. I'm like, why? He goes, it needs an engine. It needs a rear end. Yeah, but we got that back home. We got a rear end. We got an engine. He's like, and how much money is that going to cost you to put it in? Well, I could do it myself. That's your time. How much is going to cost you to put it in? So after we did the numbers, the car would, would cost me $3,000. And he goes, okay, so how, would, how much would you sell the car for if you brought it home? Twenty-five. And he goes, stop bidding. Get away. Walk away. Yeah. And it was hard to walk away because, you know, you love cars. You're into that kind of stuff. And when your emotions get in the way, mm -hmm. you tend to spend more money on something than you normally should. And it stung. It hurt. But I learned a big lesson that day. Don't get your feelings involved. Take your emotions out of it. This is business. And that's what Chris and I are good at. We're good at compartmentalizing and looking for the value in that item rather than the awesomeness of the item. We get a lot of stuff coming in here. Yeah. There's been a couple times where we had to turn down a collection or two because we just couldn't come to an agreement on price. Happens. But yeah, we'd love to have it in our store, but we can't spend that extra money because we're yeah. not going to be able to pay the bills. A huge difference in this store than, like, say, other BrickLink sellers. And I've heard not just you guys say this, but I've heard customers come in and say this, is that a lot of BrickLink sellers are just doing it out of their garage. It's a hobby, like you guys were talking about mm -hmm. earlier. Um, we're, we're a brick and mortar store, so that makes us pretty unique. And supposedly we're the biggest one in the world, or one of the biggest in the world, is that true? It, it's, it's hard to say. Uh, square footage wise, we're not the biggest one in the world. Um, but there's a lot of Lego stores out there that are just, they're, they're big. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of square footage, but it's empty space. Whereas we have about 10,000 square feet. We, yeah, we've got 10,000 square feet. And we're, we have, we're using every square inch of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're always looking at the store like, what could we put in that spot? Yeah. How can we squeeze more Lego in this 
10,000 square feet, you know, and still make it presentable. Um, so I would say that it is a possibility that we have the most Lego for sale in one spot, which, you know, could make us the world's largest building brick toy store. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's worded like that on yes. the website. Yeah, because okay. we're not a Lego store. Yeah, you can't say that. We're just a store that sells nothing but Lego. <laughs> what is your relationship with the Lego group? We, we really don't have much of a relationship with the Lego group other than that we we really love Lego. We laid the Lego stores locally and around the country actually will uh, send people to us if they're looking for discontinued items. Okay. Um, and we'll send people to the Lego store if they're looking for brand new items mm -hmm. that we don't have. You know that Christmas um, movie with Chevy Chase? Yes. What's it named? The, the, what's the family's name? The Griswolds? Oh, the, the Griswolds, Griswolds. Yeah. yeah. That cousin with the Winnebago? <laughs> That's us. Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. Cousin Eddie. Yeah. yeah, Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. That's us. We're um, Cousin Eddie to Lego. But we, they know we exist, and yeah. they yeah. we have kind of a benign relationship. They, they, correct. They, they yeah, don't yeah. dislike us or like us. I mean, They sent us a, a legal document saying what we can and can't do with the word, with the name Lego, mm -hmm. and um, such as using the plural form of Lego is Lego, mm -hmm. not Legos. Uh, that was in the document okay. so it was very informative and um we abide by it every chance we get it's it's difficult to because there's little things in there such as if we are to say the word lego in a advertisement we would have to put the trademark by it which isn't always uh word document friendly yeah. or uh facebook friendly because it doesn't put the little r up in the corner for you it's just this comma you know, R comma yeah that's how YouTube with does the it. R in the middle of it and I had a guy ask me the other day he's like hey what's that R at the end of Lego <laughs> does that mean it's not real and I'm like actually it means it is real yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you know you can't just say Lego um, like we have birthday parties at our store or we had birthday parties before prior to the pandemic 2020 so, uh, we and we can't call them Lego parties lego birthday parties because they're not owned by lego mm -hmm. you know they're not possessed by lego so uh we just call them birthday parties you know where we build bricks yeah. where, you know i would assume that lego doesn't care that we exist because they own bricklink now which is a reseller yeah that is one way to look at it we're lego's customer because we are on bricklink and we're a very large bricklink seller uh we pay lego monthly fees and selling fees to do bricklink um, but also what's not measured is how many people we get into lego the hobby um, and how good for lego we are yeah. mm -hmm. because because customer service means a lot to us yes. you know ed and i used to sell on ebay both of us did yeah and we learned i was doing it since probably 2001 um, even before eBay, I was selling on Yahoo Auction. I was selling different item, items around 2001. Yeah, and, we probably started around the same time. And feedback, customer feedback is yes, everything. Everything. It's so important. Yeah. Um, so that's what, you know, what draw, motivates Ed and I is to have the best customer service and the best customer feedback we can get. We want to make Lego look good because mm -hmm. that's what we're selling. Yeah. And when people come into the store, we have grandmothers bring... Uh, or grandfathers bring their grandkids into the store because we're a toy store. Mm -hmm. They 
had no intention of falling in yeah. love with Lego right. bricks themselves. Gosh, how many times that has that happened? It's, it happens almost on a weekly basis, I'd say, uh, where the, the grandmother or grandfather just start buying their own stuff, buying, you know, getting into their own building, uh, and actually coming, starting to come up with their own mocks. Yeah. Mm. And it's, and they say, they tell us, we'll never get into building, never get into building. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. I think they start coming in and buying specific buildings. (laughs) I think Lego hits. That's why it's so universal because it, if, if you want just a model, it's a model. If you want Mm -hmm. a playset, it's a playset. If you want a toy, it's a toy. It yeah. can, mm-hmm. it can do anything for anyone. Yeah. It, uh, it can get very technical. If you like that sort of thing, they've got motorized. They've, it's they've hit all and the aftermarket the market of lighting kits. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've got a guy. He's a uh, finance guy in Fayetteville. He had us do a couple architecture sets for him for his display, for his store, his 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 office. His office. Okay. And. He absolutely loves it. It looks beautiful. It's amazing how these lighting kits, how they just make that set pop. Yeah. And, you know, his clients like to come in there and look at that kind of stuff. And We did the White House and the U.S. Capitol. U.S. Capitol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the White House. And we have all uh, things that LEGO doesn't offer, like the battle bricks and things yeah, like that. Yeah, military things that LEGO won't get into, uh, aftermarket um, weapons, you know, like uh, uh, Lego has never come out with Boba Fett's rifle, you know, or Django Fett's uh, blasters. Uh, whereas other companies, such as Big Kid Bricks or Brick Arms, have come out with like very specific, mm-hmm. detailed, it looks exactly um, weapons that we offer and we sell those things. And the digital printing on some of these custom figs are just yeah. absolutely amazing. That's that's yeah. the thing that blows me away. This is the custom superheroes that they've mm-hmm. never made, or they never made like the '90s version. Printed but, arms, yeah. mm-hmm. printed legs, the back of legs printed, um, 3D molded, uh, custom molded, injection molded items, headgear. I mean, it's it's artwork. Yeah. It really is, yeah. and yeah. and it takes a lot of time to build those things. So that's what makes them so expensive. It sounds like we've had a lot of great advice already, but someone who does want to get into BrickLink selling, what would be your advice to them? And as I said earlier, that's why we talked about my epic fail. Got to be organized. You have to be organized. That's not, you can't stress it more than anything. And you can't be in love with the product. You can't be in love with the product. You got to be able to let it go. Mm -hmm. Um, You could start taking from yourself Mm -hmm. I I hate to say steal but you start stealing from yourself like oh I need that to build and that's a really I got it right there (laughs) Bricklink and you know and even if it's not an expensive part it's in your inventory yeah and if you use that part it it takes it's too time consuming to go on to Bricklink find that part in your inventory and take it off your inventory so a lot of times you just don't do it and then somebody orders it and you need to replace that part and you're taking it off your mock (laughs) oh yeah you gotta take it off your mock it is extremely hard to to have that balance so separate yourself when we started we started well out of our garages Mm -hmm. so i would start small start very small and get it figured out um and when we we the reason we first opened a store wasn't to open a retail retail store the reason was uh to open a warehouse where our employees who were filling bricklink orders could come and have air conditioning and use a bathroom because Mm -hmm. we didn't 
have that in our garages. Mm -hmm. Ed was working out of his garage. I was working out of my garage. There was that bucket in the corner, but that got well, my stinky. Ex, now my ex, she wouldn't let anybody in the house to use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the garage door's here. The bathroom's right there. It won't even make any noise. Yeah, that was a problem. The bucket. That was a problem. Hey, right. hey, John, don't drink too much water before you <laughs> yeah. come to work. Right. And John, um, oh, we got you guys got to meet John. He was what? This big when he was working, started working with us? Yeah, he's been working for us for seven or eight years now. Wow. He's this tall. Yeah. And he, climbed, he used to climb the, the shelves, the lake, the, the shelves to get at the Lego. It was yeah. hilarious. Was he the first employee that we still have? He and his yeah. brother, Alex, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's been neat seeing John, he went from being a normal builder to start exper experimenting with mocks, and now he's as good as it gets for mock building. Amazing. He's, he's built some of our Star Wars mocks out in the store, and yeah. uh, they're as good as it gets for Star Wars mocks. Yeah. And then um, Starcourt Mall from Stranger Things, he built mm -hmm. that. And, I mean, he's just, he's a could be a professional builder now. So, yeah, we started as a warehouse, but then we decided... Well, since we're paying all this money on a building, let's put a cash register in here and let's bring people let's in. Let's make it pretty. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and then Chris was like, well, then let's do pick a break and let's do parties and let's do workshops. And then it just began to just explode. Mm -hmm. It took us, what, months to get a wall built? We, we thought we'd get, we had a transmission shop that was a warehouse and we thought we'd just get two bays. Let's be conservative about this. Let's just get two bays, let's play it safe. It took them how many months to build that wall? We didn't get open until Thanksgiving because it took them three or four months to build a wall separating that one bay yeah and then we tried to have parties out of one little square room that was a 12 by 12 maybe and it didn't work out it was so compact mm -hmm. and crowded so we had to go to the renters and like hey you know that wall you built in that other section did anybody get that section yet no can we have it yeah can we tear the wall down? <laughs> get out of my office get out of okay just you know a little hole maybe a little hole get out of here well, and, and so where I was going with that space is that we had our BrickLink inventory behind the counter in sorted bins, and it looked great. It looked really cool. We've got all these parts back there, and people would come up and ask for parts, and we would pull them off the wall, and we would not take them out of our BrickLink inventory. It was impossible. We just couldn't do it. Uh, a customer is checking out, and, you know, you, you can't say, hey, wait, you know, mm -hmm. just stand there and wait. <clears throat> 30 minutes while I go and take all these parts off of Bricklink. So then we said, okay, well, why don't we just start keeping track and we do it later? It doesn't happen. You don't yeah. do it later. Yeah. And the way some of the kids were writing stuff down, was they, would, they would write on the piece of paper and then it would curve down on the edge and then go over here. And I'm like, what, what is this? So we were selling our Bricklink inventory in the storefront and that didn't work. That was us you know, basically stealing from ourselves. So now what works is keeping our Bricklink inventory in the basement. Mm -hmm. And we still have the same setup behind the counter, but it's not on Bricklink. It's there's uh, we probably have just as many parts, mm -hmm. but they're just not on Bricklink. And um, that's the only way we can we can make it work. But even when I'm building a mock, I'm tempted to go down to Bricklink and just sit there and have all these bricks around me and yeah. build whatever I want. It makes you a much better builder when you have unlimited access yeah. to bricks. But luckily, I don't have to do that now because. We have upstairs. our own inventory upstairs yeah. that's not on there. And that's great. When people come in and they need parts, you know, we help them with parts. Kind of like the late, the AutoZone of, of Lego. Mm -hmm. And we'll pull the parts for them. And sometimes we can get online, see what we have in our inventory downstairs, pull it out of our inventory right then and there. Let me ask you this. Do you guys have Lego collections at home yourself? Or is it 
white like when you were talking about you gotta separate yourself you can't love it um I, I still have Lego in my attic from uh, when me and the kids played with it and mm -hmm. when I built with it and it's sorted by color and I just haven't got we just don't have room in the store for it okay um, maybe 100 pounds of Lego okay um, but nothing special. So and you don't have a set that you keep on a shelf? Not at all. Not at all. This is my collection right here. Mm -hmm. So anything really cool, a mock that I build or something I want to keep, I put it at my desk over there. Okay. Um, but uh, that's it. I don't have anything at home. How about you? The only Lego I have at home is what I bring home to work on to sort. Okay. But I don't. I don't have any any modulars. Nothing. And I, you know, I love the product, but. You know, ask me about my motorcycle, my tools. <laughs> every it. every day when I go home, I bring Lego home with me to sort. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And work, you know, I bring my work home with me. So it's like you said, the the whole store is your collection. I yes. mean, it literally is, yeah. and figuratively. Okay. Yeah. And we we don't mind selling anything. Yeah. Because except for those cutouts, something is gonna take its place. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know. And, and like those cutouts that you're talking about, those big cool Lego mm -hmm. uh, four foot tall poison ivy and yeah. stuff. We're not really supposed to. Those weren't supposed to be sold. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think Lego has a rule that you're not allowed to sell those. Oh, okay. I don't know if those rules apply to us, okay. but um, we don't want to sell them because we need decorations. Yeah, and they're cool looking. You know, and they're yeah. they're cool, and we we could never have something made with that kind of quality. Yeah. Someone when I did a Facebook live feed asked for those, and Chris. Uh, very politely let them down. And this is our birthday party room that we're in now. Yeah. Or f the room formerly known as our birthday party room. Yeah. And now it's our Lego processing room. Mm -hmm. But we have the cutouts all over the walls. Yeah. And they're they're blocked right now by Lego. So will birthdays ever return? Um, because this room has transformed into we the workstation. We do have uh, plans for adding on to this building. Okay. And uh, that's when birthday parties would return when we add on to the building. So it okay. could be another year out. What is the future plans? Is there anything you can give away? Any plans that are ruminating that you guys are looking to, the, to the do? The biggest plans that we have are expanding the building that we're in because Lego takes up so much space. We have probably close to 15,000 square feet. We've got the basement. We've got a storage locker down the street. We've got... Um, back rooms, stock rooms, and trailers out back, and we, we still need more space. And eventually, we need to say to ourselves, "How much space is enough?" You know, because it's it just it's not you're not making money by just storing Lego, mm -hmm. um, and you're also not making money by having too much on display that's not for sale, such as our city, mm -hmm. our train set that we have out there. But at the same time, we want to give people um, stuff to look at when they come to the store. Yeah. So I could see our uh, our store being twice the size that it is with absolutely everything you're looking at being for sale and having more um, mocks set up. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot more to a, look at on a permanent display, yeah. and everything inside those mocks is for sale. You know, we have people asking all the time, "How much is?" How much are those modular buildings inside your city, those custom-built buildings? And mm -hmm. we've sold, I think we've sold almost every building once. And just, it, I love selling them because we can build another Just one replace and it. And replace okay. it, yeah. Oh, Chris, a lot of people call us up and ask us how much does it cost to come here? 
They want to dress that. Yeah, oh, like it's a museum? Yeah, yeah kind, of, an attraction. kind of like it's an attraction, and, and we, we want to make it. You know, we are a destination. Mm-hmm. People drive mm-hmm. hours to get here from mm-hmm. out of state. Um, and so we, when All they over come, the world, actually. we want to, them to be satisfied. You mm-hmm. know, and they always are. Everybody's always satisfied. People people uh, get hotel rooms they stay the night and they show up the next morning sometimes they spend all day they'll come back the next day um and you know that's a lot of pressure on us Mm -hmm. to to perform and to to yeah yeah, did it meet your expectations um so the best thing they can do is look at our youtube video that uh from beyond the brick that was what two and a half hours long yeah takes them around the entire store um, but they, so they, they can so much see is, what they're getting yeah. into. You know, of course, everything changes, but it yeah. always changes for the better. Two years ago, when we moved into this space, which was twice the space as before, we had, obviously, we had half the stuff, you know. We filled it up. Easily. In a year. And now we're we're exploding. We have sets sitting over here that we don't even have room for to put out, you know, for sale. Where would we expand? How would you expand? Um, out back. Yep. So okay. room in the back. Yeah. There's a we have a, this is a big lot that we're on. Okay. So, they would we would uh, double the size of the space. Wow. Because Lego takes up a lot of space. I want to yeah. put a cafe in here. Because yeah. parents come in with their kids, and they they want to leave, so they got nothing to do. Yeah, we've thought about mini golf. Yeah. And I mean, because mini golf would be a cool way to build mocks mm-hmm. and have people be able to see the Lego, but at the same time be able to play mini golf while yeah. you're looking at all this really cool something like, interactive yeah you know, would it be outside more interactive or inside things. yeah right now we don't we really don't have much interaction a lot of people in fact we got a bad review online one time that the person said uh, this was a couple years ago but they said um, not a, not enough interactive things for kids to do and it's like well, we're just a retail store yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what, what we are store? we're just a retail store I went to Walmart store. and there's nothing for us to play with in here <laughs> yeah. I mean but they were expecting like, like I guess a Lego they, were, store. they were expecting like the Legoland Discovery Center, mm-hmm. and which they have ride amusement park rides. Yeah, you know, and we're that's not us. They're, we're nothing like that, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully we're nothing like any store anyone's ever been in. Um, there are a lot of independently owned building brick toy stores. Uh, almost every city has one, but those are set up more like a comic book shop. You know, or a baseball card store, or a toy store. Um, we're kind of like a toy store museum on steroids. Yeah, there you go. And that's what we want to give people is an experience like they've never, they can't yeah. find any place else. Yeah, I know. When I discovered you guys, I was uh, blown away that you were so close. And to mm-hmm. me, it was like living next door to your crack dealer. It was very dangerous. Well, you were well under that bridge when we found you. <laughs> That's right. right. That uh, brings me to another issue that people have asked me: Why aren't we in the city? Is it just because of where you guys live? You guys don't want to pay the big costs of the renting. The city. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Atlanta is terrible traffic. Horrible. Here. <laughs> yes, 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 and yes. I mean, we. I live right around the corner this way. Ed lives around the corner that way. Mm. This is affordable. We could afford to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, we've looked at opening a, another store up in the city. And People have begged you guys to open one on the north side. And, uh, and just we, not we were thinking feasible. about it, but it's right now it's not. It's really not in our wheelhouse. We just yeah. don't have the the time. We'd like to get this organized. Yeah, our online know. store. Yeah, you know, we want our online store to reflect 
the storefront. That's mm-hmm. really hard to do because everything is just so one-off. It yeah. will take a it's while. It's constantly changing. It's constantly I mean, that changing. That table's full of stuff that came in last night. It's it's everything's different. You know, all sets are different. You we've got to grow too fast. We've got a monorail. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to put out in its original box. Uh, we might get that monorail again, but it might not have its original box, and so you mm-hmm. can't just update your inventory online by clicking a button. It takes yeah. a lot more work than that. So we we're working on trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we could and we could right now open up a store if we wanted to. We could we, we could but, open a store anywhere we want, right. but part of my internal motivation is that store would have to be as big as we are now. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, not, otherwise it would be like an Atlanta Brickco Express store. Yeah. yeah. Be like a smaller version of the mm-hmm. store. I mean, how could you open up a store and offer that much and have that much space yeah. and just be too uh, expensive. Spreading yourself out too thin. Yeah. There's a saying in business, <clears throat> pigs get fat, but hogs get slaughtered. You try to do too mm-hmm. much, too fast, you will, you'll have problems. You're going to fail. So mm-hmm. we're going to do it right. Mm-hmm. Do it slow, do it easy. And if, if one day when we can, yeah, we'll look at that opportunity. We'll look at that. We'll explore that. But right now, we're having fun and we're building something really yeah. cool here and we want to make it good. We want to make it great. Mm-hmm. And that that's what Ed said about having fun is uh, I, I used to have a career where I made more money mm-hmm. and I didn't have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a lot more fun now and my life is a lot more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Not making as much money, but that's having fun is extremely important. Yeah. And if we, ha- if we had other stores that we had to manage, that's not fun. It's not fun yeah. anymore. That's not fun. Yeah. Uh, we, we're, we're trying to keep it fun and, and enjoy ourselves. Thank you guys so much. So you guys said you didn't have big Lego collections at home, but do you have a specific Lego set or minifigure that really resonates with you? Is there something you wanted that you never got? I like it all. I, I love everything Lego has ever done. I, I like the Belleville girl stuff because it, they came out with these unique pieces that you can't find in any other mm-hmm. sets. And a lot of times you look at it and like, that's not Lego. Oh, yeah, it is. Like the Belleville Honeypot you know, mm-hmm. that they actually did use later on on the X-Wing, that first UCS X-Wing. That's, and so those little honeypots are worth $30 now. I like that. I like the fact that those exist. I mean, yeah. it's just neat, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's also neat that they used it in these other weird sets, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I like, and I brought some examples to show you over here. I like, I like some really odd stuff that has really cool backstories that... Lego has made up these backstories on the people. Brand new so sealed. This is the Alpha Team set that from. Is sealed. This is from the late nineties, early two thousands, two thousand two. And the bad guy here is like a James Bond bad guy. His name is Ogle, mm-hmm. and it's Lego spelled backwards. I mean, it's just so simple. Yeah. You know, but it's it, it's a story. And Ogle has minions that have skeleton faces. And then they have all these other characters that they've given names to, like Flex. There's Flex right there. There's Cam. Here's a Dash over here. And it's very James Bond style to me. Secret mission collectors. Yeah, secret back. missions, yeah. agents. And what's really cool is that, and this is one thing that I just love about Lego, is that you can mix different things together, mm-hmm. right? And Lego actually made a backstory in one of their video games where Lord Vladek from Knight's Kingdom Castle theme 
is a distant ancestor of <laughs> Ogle. <laughs> and if you actually look at their faces, they have similar facial structures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about yes. that era. About that era in the 90s. You look at the pieces. They're neon. Mm-hmm. Translucent neon. You don't see many of that that much now yeah. like you used to back in those days. Yeah, Nexo Knights was, I think, the last one. And a lot of people want... Yeah, well, they, they did... But it's different different elements. Yeah. Those old mm-hmm. elements, those windshields, everybody wants them. Yeah. So what about you? Do you have a uh, set or a minifigure that... I like modulars. I like those buildings because you can put lights in them. You can do all yeah. kinds of stuff with them. Like, uh... Oh, we just got this guy is, in. is awesome. Garage is great. And this, uh... Your gearhead. This, I'm uh, a gearhead. This, this is my thing right here. We need a we need a '68 Camaro in there somewhere. <laughs> when you have time, you can build one. We Lego already has one. There is there oh. is a vehicle in here. Maybe Ed can tell us what this is. Let's see. Uh oh. Garage stuff. Need some garage door maintenance. Yeah, got a car maintenance guy. The hood comes off, and there's an engine inside. That is oh, really sweet. Cool. Really? Ah, uh, it's a tow truck. It's a tow truck. Here we are destroying Lego sets. Oh. This is a '68 Ford. '68 Ford tow nice. truck. Nice. And this is uh, Joe's garage. Cleanest Still. garage I've ever seen. <laughs> and it, it says on the front, on the sign. You see what the front sign says? By accident, we meet. Uh, <laughs> I love the. Uh, 20s, 30s gas pump. Oh yeah. Too. Oh, love those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's those are very. That's cool. what I like about Legos: the details, yeah. the little details they put yeah. into these things. Is there anything else you want to say for our first podcast? What are we going to call it? Talking studs. Do we? Yeah. Do? We've <laughs> got studs. Some, we've got some things. Maybe studs talking. Talking studs. Okay. I am proud. Studless. Studless. Uh, um. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, thank you for. Taking the time, I know we're taking you away from your other job a little bit, but thank you so much for coming in. I had a lot of fun, and I learned a lot of stuff. I had heard a lot of this before, but not all of it, so it was fun to get the whole Mm -hmm. story. Anything else you guys want to say or mention? It helps that we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Ed and I get along really well. We're friends, but we're also business partners, Mm -hmm. so we compartmentalize well. Business is business. Friends is friends. Like, one minute, he he wants to choke the, the living tar out of me. And then, like, at the end of the day, it's, hey, let's go grab a beer. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah, and that's, that's important. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of when I considered going into business with Ed, uh, a lot of people will give you advice on the internet. A lot of friends and family will give you advice. You hear a lot of stuff. And business partners are hard. It's like being being in a marriage. Mm-hmm. And 50% of marriages in divorce. Mm-hmm. So you're already entering into a volatile, a kind very of. volatile relationship mm-hmm. and you, you've got to be able to get along with your business mm-hmm. partner. And um, we get along great. He yells at me, I yell at him and, and then, then you make up. We drink coffee together, yeah. yeah. So. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much. I'll let you guys get to work and I got to get to work too. Cool. Yeah, Justin, you do. Thank yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> around, I gotta go clock in now. The reason why Chris couldn't get this up is because this is an automatic garage and now it's all tangled up. So now that they're gone. Whatever, roll the credits. <laughs> I'm gonna try to fix this. Aha. Uh-huh. I got it. Had to take the whole front off and the top to fix it, but it wasn't that bad. Bye.